0: You're very welcome to the latest edition of Tree Talk, episode 223. Myself, Jack Neville, and Matt Callan of The Weekly Observer and Vale Star. We have two very special guests joining us from the start referees, Dunnico Callan and Johnny Murphy. They talk through their new recruitment drive. We've obviously got a lot to go through from last weekend. We had camogie and ladies' football and men's football, and we've returned to the Hurlers this weekend. So stay tuned for all that and more.
1: Impression game, we get old with what you put into. It's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go and get it, no more about it. Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound worth of goods, and she you give you 50 pence. You can't get the pounds worth of goods. Oh, Can you? Yeah. He just about kept in. Oh, to down to He deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the second game. Let me out there from the world court today. No more about him. made all the run, That was it. Put the ball over the barrel the back of it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. Simply in this game
0: for anybody, as I said, Matt, we have two very special guests joining us this morning, Donica and Johnny Murphy. How are you keeping, lads? Hi, lads. Morning, guys. Morning, morning, lads. Uh, a huge, a huge thank you for you coming on. I suppose we spend too much time talking about referees from week to week, so it's very good to have uh, an inside voice here and two of the best in the business and in Limerick, especially with two of you, lads. Dunnica, I'll come to you first. Um, I suppose one of the main reasons we have you on is that there's a recruitment drive going on for referees in the the county of Limerick, if you want just to delve into that a bit more. Yeah, Jack, and I suppose thanks a million for having us on, first of all. Um,
2: We're in a situation in Limerick at the moment regarding numbers that it's quite scary. Um, We've done a a kind of a bit of research on it. In 2012, we had 106 referees. now, in, in 2022, we have 53. So, we've lost 50% of our referees. Back in 2012, we had 890 senior board games. We now have 1,100, as well as 1,300 mm-hmm. board and all games. We have 2,400 games, roughly, between 53 referees. Um, I suppose, I'm in a situation involved with Fiona Casman doing a bit of underage coaching. I know is the same as his own club. I suppose it's a worry we have going forward that there's going to be games. There's going to be games on You're going to have two teams at a venue and we may not have a referee to show up. So we've asked yourselves to come on board today at speak to to try and get the message out there that we need new referees. We need fresh blood and we need to freshen things up within the Murchia referees.
0: Johnny, how would you encourage someone that maybe has a slight interest to, to get involved? What would
3: you say to them if they're kind of on the fence about it? Look, I suppose going back what nearly twenty, twenty-two or three years when when I was on on the fence whether whether I get involved in refereeing. I suppose refereeing in a way is it it's a good way to be involved. Um, we're all GA people. Um, it's a good way to to be involved in the big games where it is a junior B a match behind in in Torna or or below in or Kilmallock, You know, when you're inside in the middle of it, there's great enjoyment out of it. Like you make you make great. GA people all over the, the county and the country, which is great. There's fantastic GA people out there. Um, I suppose it's it's a way of keeping fit. Um, there is perks. You 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 you're well looked after, to be fair. Um, you know, if you step up the ladder, you get bigger bigger matches. Um, I suppose starting off. Um, I suppose the main thing is to try and if if you do like GA and 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 you do like playing and you come to the end of your playing career. And even if you are still playing, it's no harm to go down and maybe do five or six or eight matches during the year. You will get great enjoyment out of it. Yes, there is times when it will be tested and it will be hard. But, you know, there is great enjoyment out of it. You know, there's for all the good games we do, there's a few ones we'd we rather we didn't do and we shouldn't have done. But, you know, it, it, it is enjoyable. And it's a great way of staying involved with the GA, you know, and the whole thing. Do you get that
0: enjoyment as well that Channy's talking about there?
3: A hundred percent, I suppose
2: something like Janet took it up in 2014 it was i i i, I was finishing up my, my playing career and it was it's giving something back also like i mean i suppose at the end of our slow uh, the end of our campaign in our, our letter we sent out to the clubs in the last couple of days is no ref no game we don't have a ref we don't have a game so it is the give back and like johnny said i'll 100 percent agree with him the positives way outweigh that are are way more positive than the negatives, to be fair.
0: And has has it changed since you started, Danica, in terms of, I suppose, relationship with players and, you know, overall relationship between the players and the referees? You know, is is there less or more respect um, since you started, do you think? Um, I, I do think the
2: players respect more. I do think they understand the tough job we have, to be fair, Jack. Um, and I do think they the most of them appreciate what we're at. Do you know what I mean? We go out, we have a job to do. We go out we do it as fairly as we can. I mean, that's all we can do.
0: Yeah. And then, Johnny, you know, we're all, we're all humans. People on the sideline make mistakes as quick as, as the man in the middle. But if you make a mistake, how how would you like to move forward? Would you like to see some a scenario where, you know, you come out on a Monday or you go over to the team afterwards and say, I make a mistake? And vice versa, if someone on the sideline was at you for the hour, the hour and twenty minutes, would you like them to come into you and say, look, he's the moment, or how would you like to see that issue resolved and, and not take it further than the game itself?
3: Look, we we've all made mistakes on, on the field, off the field. Um, I suppose, you know we've made mistakes on the field. We don't we go out To referee a match, we don't. We try not to to cause any problems. We try not to make any mistakes. And we do. Did he catch it three times? I wasn't sure. He's stuck in the back of the net. Should he have given a red card? Should I give him a yellow card? You know, these little things, they're the things that are thrown at you when you when you are refereeing a match. Like, in the heat of the moment, there's a lot of things said on the field in the heat of the moment to referees, on the field, from players and from management. And to be fair, a lot of people, a lot of the players will come to you after the match you know what, Johnny? I shouldn't have said that. Or a manager would come into you after the matches. Johnny, I was out of order there. And you know what? You'd have to applaud him for coming with you because it's a hard thing to do to put up the hand and say, you know what? I was wrong to do what I What wrong to do. But to be fair, a lot of people that are playing the game, a lot of people that are managing the game, they're GA people. The guy that's giving it to you in the stand and and, 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 and close by, I don't think they're GA people because if they don't really understand the situation. you know, I just feel that... The good, honest, genuine GA supporter or player will understand what you're trying to do. It's just the ones that are far removed from letter are the ones that are causing the problems.
0: Yeah, and talking about that, Johnny, obviously uh, as a national referee, how do you deal with criticism from, you know, people on Twitter that might be behind an egg emoji, you don't know who they are, they've a fake name. You know, do you just try to avoid that or just try and understand that they're not GA people at the end of the day?
3: Well, I'm not on Twitter, so that's that's the situation. Um it's we kind of as look Twitter Twitter is there, all these all these social medias are there. Um the man who turned around and said to you or a person who turned around and said to you well, well don't look at him. You know, don't, you're gonna look for it and you are going to look at it. Um you get used to it. Um you you don't like it, and the time that you put into it, uh you don't you don't deserve what's been thrown at you. But again, the people, I don't wonder the GA people. A lot of these people that are hiding behind the the, the user and stuff like that, have they ever played the game? Have they underst- ever ever under- understood the game? You know, like it just takes a small infraction, someone to say something, and everyone is jumping on the bandwagon, and just just it just takes a, a a life of its own. And I just I'm not I'm not on social media. I'm I'm to be fair, and that's one thing that helps my situation. I don't comment on these things either, you know, but. It's the world we're living in, and that's a pity that's the world we're living in, you know.
0: Yeah, and again, on the, the high level performance, do you ever look at another sport kind of like rugby that just seems to be huge respect between the referee and the players uh, and maybe wonder could that be incorporated into the GA?
3: Oh, you'd love it, you'd absolutely love it. It's, of course, we I watch other sports, of course, you do. Um, you you look at the the rugby the rugby's fantastic it's unbelievable you've a, you've, a, you've a referee who's five foot five and this fellow about six foot seven or eight and he's looking down and the referee telling him to be quiet and do this and so and they apologise and you know you'd have to applaud the, the way they go about it but I suppose you know you 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 look go across the water to the Premiership yes I watched the, you watch the referees you watch the matches but when there's a call to be made they're all running around the referee and they're all roaring and shouting at the referee and the you know and it looks terrible you know so they have their own problems as well. You know, so in, you know, in, in that way, yes, you do watch other, you'd love, you know, like in fairness, there is, there is give respect, get respect. And kind of think that works both ways as well. We've got to give respect to the players and, and they give respect back because, you know, you, you'd, you'd see some referees not you know, in, in, in other counties and, and, and national and, you know, I'm the boss here and, you know, they're the shouting at, at, at players and that's not the way to go about it. Like we're all in to, for the 60 minutes to play a game, to get on. Have no problems. Like I'm not there. To, I'm only there to to implement the rules. That's all I'm there for. I'm not there to be the boss, you know. And you know, and a lot of people understand that as well. You know, a lot of people understand that. Is it the same? I remember when I started back refereeing twenty twenty two or three years ago. It hasn't changed that much, to be fair. You know, you still get the fella on 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 the line that's giving it to you, or the fella that's giving out about you. You know, but look, you try in one year out the other ear. You know, so that's the yeah. kind of way you be. You know. Don't for you, or sorry, go on, you need to be thick skins, but look, you get used to it. You get used yeah. Don't to it. care for you, if
0: if dealing with criticism, how, how do you go about it? Are you on social media? Or do you try to avoid that kind of stuff as well?
2: Uh, look, I, I am on social media, but I, I try and avoid it as best as possible. Um, I suppose um, a good friend of both myself and Johnny's, Bernard Stack, did a thesis years ago on refereeing. And uh, he interviewed various referees around the county. And one referee says that the way he deals with it is he doesn't take the abuses him personally. The way he um, looks at it is they're, they're abusing the jersey. He doesn't take it the personal. They're abusing him as referee, not as a person. And you have to deal with it. Johnny says, come here, we, we all go home after games. We all have families. We have to deal with it. It's like having a bad game as a player. You have to deal with it if you make mistakes. You have to come home. You have to process it. You have to park it and move on. There's another game, more than likely the following day, a couple of days' time. You have to start focusing in on that and getting ready for that.
0: And what would you say to the to the fellow on the sideline or in the stand that might have said something in the heat of battle? How would you want him to rectify that situation with yourself as the referee?
2: I, I tend not to worry about the lads in the stand, to be quite honest with you. Um we kind of have a motto, we worry about the 30 lads in the fields, to be honest um, yes, you will have issues within the, the perimeter of defence, if somebody gets hot and heavy and look, as Johnny said, if they come up and apologise after, you have to say, look, fair play um, you deal with it, do you know what I mean? Shake his hand, you walk away, that's it we, we, we've all probably done it as players as well ourselves, but you just have to learn from it and move on, do you know what
0: I mean? Yeah, Matt, I'll throw it over to you there
4: yeah, Donika, the first question to you um, as chairperson of the Limerick Referees Association and as the person spearheading um, the current recruitment in, 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 in Limerick. Uh, can you take us through the steps of how somebody that would be so minded to become a referee, um, the very steps that have to go through um, to get a whistle in their mouth and get in between two teams?
2: Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a few options. You can go to your own club secretary and, and, and ask them to put you forward and get in contact with myself or Patsy Coffey. Um, I suppose we, we've done a big, we've spoken about social media, we've done a big social media campaign um, and this year through Limbertier and um, myself and Patsy's information is on that. Once they get involved in that, there's a four-night course, two of them online, two of them in person. Um in, we have to make sure there's a few things done. They have to be vetted, very important for, for, for board and all games. Um, once their membership is paid with their club and they're ticked off as a, a club member, as a, a referee, a match official under their, their club membership. And everything is above board, above board. They go on the system then and we speak to the board and all and we try and get them out in underage games. Um, we've committed this year to the, the new referees coming in that. If possible, we're going to try and get around to their first few games. Um, We want to, we'll assess them, we'll stand in the sidelines, we'll help them out if they have an issue. We'll win them at half-time, we'll try and speak to them before, during the game at half-time and after, and just advise them on how to improve. I suppose the biggest problem we had was we always had people coming on and taking it up. But it was the the amount of people we lost that fell through the cracks. It was the retention, and that's what we're trying to improve this year as a referees association, as a committee. If we get 10 or 12 people doing the referees course this year, it's to try and have those 10 or 12 people next year, the year after, the year after that.
4: So basically, you're saying to me that there is an ongoing support system in place for, ref- for upcoming referees, particularly and referees starting out.
2: That's what we're hoping to start off this year, Matt. Yeah, 100%.
4: Johnny, can I turn to you? And um, I, I know where your love of referee came came, came from. I think uh, it was in your house a long, long time. How big a step, Johnny, is it? As um, big a step up is it refereeing inter county from club?
3: Well, the game is the same. Um, a big step up. It's not a big step up, I suppose. I suppose the step up is is is, is the, comes with uh, what, what's coming with it, um, from media, from 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 the television to the radio to the papers, um, the, the game is itself is the same. It's a lot more scrutinised, um, you know, there's a lot more, it's a lot more fitness wise. You need to work, you look after yourself. You do a lot of work, a lot of work outside of the game, and uh, you have to work with your umpires. Uh, you and if you work with your team, um. So the game itself is the same, but it's it just. All the stuff that comes with it in regards to the preparation and all that kind of stuff, you know. So in the build up to the game, you're kind of day before you're you're thinking about it, and then when you you have the match, and that takes an awful lot out of you. And then afterwards, you have your you, you've got your famous Sunday game, and then afterwards, then you've got to worry about the papers, and then you you kind of two days into it, and then you've got two days out of it, and then you're hoping that everything goes fine, and and you're out the other end, you know. That's so the game itself is the same, but the preparation is a lot more preparation to be fair, a lot more training, a lot more traveling a lot more uh meetings a lot more fitness you know so look it all comes together and that's that's what we have to do that's what you want us to do so look you, you just go and do it um, and it's all good you know it's, it's all, all, all all worthwhile
4: how important johnny is it and you touched on it there is is the teamwork between yourself and your umpires and your linesmen because um uh, they seem to be, uh, as, as years go on, they seem to be coming more and more involved in the game, and more involved in the decision-making process.
3: Look, Matt, you can be the best referee in the country, but if you haven't got, if, you, if your umpires aren't up to it, you're in big trouble. Uh, you you got to remember, if you're refereeing one of these big matches, you've got a referee, you've got two linesmen, you've got a fourth official, and you've got four umpires. So I'd nod up that on. There's a lot of eyes on the game and you need every one of those eyes in the game. You know, um, you 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 kind of look at it in such a way that they're very important and all you're going through a game is you're just hoping nothing will go wrong or nothing big incident as, as they come about. But it's important. If something happens, it's dealt with. And if something happens, it has to be has to be seen. You know, so you've got your four umpires looking out on the field. They take a quarter of the field each. You've got your linesmen. Up and down, they're just not there to, to watch a match, they're there to work and keep your eyes keep your eyes on the on the ball and on, on on the players. And now that came in last year is your fourth official. Your fourth official is very, very important. There was a time two years ago your fourth official could see something, but he couldn't act on it. He couldn't. But now that that's changed in Congress that the fourth official has plenty of power now that if he sees an instance, he can report it to the referee. So it all kind of works together. You're a you're, you're in a team of, of four, five, six, seven, eighty. in a a match day which is very important and it's important that they all work together that that they're there for the hour and a half and that they put a good shift together that's very very important one bad link could cause you big problems one fella that just didn't see something and like for instance it all reverts back to the referee the referee's in charge and if the referee if the umpire misses it goes back to the referee so that's you know it, it, it is very important and it's very important that they're all tuned in that's the most important thing you know I remember, I remember, I was in Crow Park a couple of years ago. I was at Ardaran semi-final, and there was a lot happening off the ball, on the ball. And I said to my boss, I said, "Geez, they left to give me a, a ticket for the football because I've seen, I've seen none of these semi final He says, "You're not here to watch the match. You're here to work." And he's right. You weren't here to watch. And there's times we were, we were free matches, and there's times we do lineup matches. And we, I couldn't tell you who played well or who didn't play well because you're not actually watching the match. You're watching the ball. You're not watching the players. You're not standing back and and, and observing. You know, it's it's something that's unusual to explain. But as the man said to me, you're not here to you're not here to watch the match. You're here to work. You mm-hmm. know, so your teamwork's important. That's that's one thing for sure. Where now, your teamwork's important whether you're below in Laka or you're below in Kilmallock or Esketon. You know, if it's Junior B, if it's Senior, it all works the same. It all links up the same. You know, that for whatever match you are doing, if you have two umpires or if you've got four, or if you've got two linesmen, just work as best you can together.
4: Donika, reverting back to you and reverting back to the the recruitment uh, drive, um, what level of fitness and um, physical fitness is is required to be a referee? What is the minimum level?
2: I suppose in in club level, we just want someone that can get around the field, Matt. I mean, I suppose as you move up along, and, and Johnny spoke about it, when you go to provincial and national level, your fitness levels have to step up. But look, we just want someone that will get around the field and be in the right place to make the right decision on any given night that they're out to referee a game, to be fair.
4: Donika, are you happy that the county boards and the authorities are, are strong enough in the application of um, sanctions and penalties for transgressions?
2: Um, yes, to be fair, I think we have a, our county board has backed the referees, to be fair. Um Anytime time there's an incident and it's reported properly, the county board deal with it. And I suppose we can only speak about our own county here today. And to be fair, I would say, yes, they do a good enough job, to be honest.
0: Thanks, lads. Thanks, and I suppose overall, lads, I presume you're, you're happy with the standard of refereeing in Limerick. It's just you need more bodies on board, pretty much. Yeah, well, I
2: suppose the more bodies drive up the numbers and it drives up the standards as well, Jack you know um, like if there's more more referees coming through you know you have to work harder yourself because if somebody there if I say no to a game there's somebody else will come on and referee it and if that person has a good game then they'll be asked the next day to do it before me Yeah,
0: and Johnny you're happy with the, the standard in the county
3: yeah so I, there's some great referees in the county every one of them to be fair like we're, we're a family we work very well together we help each other doing line we help each other doing umpire you know, we've kind of gone to the stage was, you know, if anyone is, is, is willing to give it a try, just, like, come in and do four, five, six matches. You don't have to come in and do 25 matches in the year. Like, any, any few matches will help. If some fella, once you get the, once, once you get the course done, you're a qualified referee. And then you can, you, can, you, can, you can tease it out in after that. Like, it's very important. If, if five lads turn around and done five matches, that's 25 matches. You know, so that'll help us. Like, w- like we, we, we were in situations like, we're out every day refereeing. And as Dunica alluded to there at the start, like, it's coming down the line that if no referee is there to do the matches, there'll be no match on. And you're coming down the line as two, two teams are ready to play a league match in, in a couple of weeks. And we'll do everything in our power, and Patsy will do everything in his power to get, get a referee to that match. But you'll come to a stage as two teams are going to be at a venue. We'll have no referee to do it. You know, and, and I think we've, we've all been in the situation whereas we've all been sitting at home having a supper. Or we've all seen home on a Sunday dinner and we get a phone call. God, there's no there's there's, there's no referee in in in, in Kemalak Can you get there? Can you get there? And we've all done it. We've all dropped the the, the knife and fork and gone. And we've all done it in Evans as well. And we've all we'll do our best to get to a venue to referee a free match. And I think every referee has done that. We're we're a great bunch of guys, and I had to admire anyone that takes up the the, the referee. You know, it's as I said, there's great enjoyment out of it. And you know, if someone can can come in and say, you know what, I'll give it a go. I'll, 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 I'll referee three or four matches. And you know what, when you do three or four done, you might say, you know what, give me a few more matches. Ring the, the board of NOG or the county board and say, do you know what, I'd like to do a few more. And we'll give you a few more. And we're, as I said as well, we're all there to help. You know, we're all there for advice. If someone wants to ask a question, you know, some, but as I said, there's, there's, there's great guys. We have a great refereeing family in, in, in the county of Limerick, every one of them, and they all help each other, which, which is very, very important.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it's it's a bit of a bug like playing or coaching that just the hardest tip is probably to go to your comfort Ooh. zone and, and sign up. But before I let you go, Johnny, I know I I was interested there that you said you're here to work, but have you ever been refereeing a game and there's a player there and you're just mesmerized? It's you kind of forget that you're refereeing, you know, maybe like a Keen Lynch or a, a Kyle Hayes that they've just you've just kind of stopped and like, oh, I'm
3: actually in here that you've got lost in the game. <laughs> You can't get lost in the game because if you get lost in the game, you are in big, big trouble. Look, when you when you go to inter county or, or you know Donegal's done and we've we've a good few guys on the monster panel as well, and we've a good few guys and we've done challenge uh, on the national panel, and we've a lot of guys on the support panel, and we're up and close, like we're up and close with with with, with, with I say the superstars of up and coming superstars in the, in the county. But you know, there's there's players you're you're running around the field with players, and these guys you're just memorized by what they can do with with a slitter, and like it's amazing, like, they're catching stitters, and you know, how has he got that in his hands? You know, the skill level is fantastic. Uh, you don't want to stand up and admire, because we can't admire, we just need to move. Um, But to be fair, it's a great way of being involved, it's a great way of, of meeting the superstars, and I suppose, if, like, as you make your progression, and the one thing about it is, there's great progression, like, you start the board in Oak, then you go on to the, the, then you go on to the senior board in, in Limerick, then they'll put you forward to, to Munster, and then when you go to Munster, you put forward to the national panel, support panel, and then on to the national. So there's steps. There's plenty of steps there. So if you're good enough and, and you've improved, there, there, there's plenty of, of of doors to be opened, if you know what I'm saying. You know, it takes hard work, yes, but it is worth it. You're standing in the middle of 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 of, of, of Torles with, with 40,000 people or you're to Crow Park with, with, with 55,000 people. It's where you want to be, it's why you it's why you it's why you, you're taking them steps, you know. So it's 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 fantastic to be involved with with the superstars and getting very close to them as well, you know. it's amazing what these guys can do with a hurley or football in, in that aspect of it, you know. So it's great.
0: Yeah, and Donica, I'll finish with you. Um if there was just one more message you had to say to, to anyone listening now that has one slight bit of interest, what what would you be saying to them?
2: Let's boss a couple of things first, Jack, sorry. <laughs> <I> suppose... <laughs> We, we, we mentioned there that players may want to take up the, the whistle and, and, and that they might have the worry, oh, sure, I'm training two nights a week and I have a match as well. That's three out of seven. If we could get one night a week off of you as a player and go out and ref a game, like Johnny said there, it's, it's one game extra covered per week for us, which is absolutely massive at the moment. Um, another thing going forward, we did it a couple of years ago, as a referees' association, we went around to numerous clubs in Limerick. And um, we went through the rules of the game with them um, because I think it's massive. I think one of the issues we have as an association is we have coaches coaching teams, but they're not coaching them per rule. They're coaching them what they what they are, think the rule is, but they're not coaching them per rule. And that's massive for us as referees. Um, we're there to enforce the rules that's our job there as Gianni just said so we, we, we again would like to open up that possibility to clubs uh, to go around, there's a funny story I think I said it to Matt a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about this uh, one of the referees went in to give a, a, a rules talk to a club and he split them up into little groups and he asked them a question and there was five groups and that one of the groups got the question right and the analogy he used is i'm sitting in the group of 20 people here and none of you have got it right but the 20v and the day of the game would be shouting at me that i'm wrong but i've just kind of half you that i'm right and that team turned around and got that county football final <laughs> so so so, so the, there, there there is openings there the clubs can come to us look johnny said we're a family we're a close family but we're very open we're open to going out and meeting people. Like We're going to the board, an old county board meeting tonight to meet them. We're going into the county board next Tuesday night to speak to the, the clubs again inside there. Um, but look, Johnny will tell you there, some of the best days you'll have and some of the best crack you'll have is driving to the match with the umpires. Stuff. There'll be chats, there'll be messing, there's joking. But once you get into the dressing room, it's game day. You're there to do your job. Um, there is a pathway. Um I, I superly enjoyed it. It's one of the best decisions I have made in life to taking up the whistle. Maybe did it a bit late. Um so I would encourage, if possible, if anyone has any questions, come to us. We'll help you out. And I, I don't think it's a decision you'll regret, to be honest.
0: Yeah, it, it sounds like you've, you've a brilliant family there, and you know there there does seem to be a share of respect. You mightn't see it in the heat of the moment, but there does seem to be a bit of respect, but hopefully this, re- this recruitment drive will will do the job and we'll get more referees because, as you said, and it's the main message that me and Matt kind of put forward a lot, if there's no referee, there's no yep. game. So um, a huge thank you for you, lads, for coming on. You've been very generous with your time. We could sit here talking about refs all day, but maybe towards <laughs> the end of the year we could look back. I suppose the message is kind of, if you want to do it, go and do it. Don't be shy about it. And it probably works both ways that people on the sideline, myself included, need to maybe um brush up on the rule book but to Donica and johnny a huge thank you to Leds and um, best luck with, with the rest of the year i'm sure we'll all, we'll all see each other more often than we want to maybe some stages but a huge thank you lads and we'll talk soon Thanks okay, guys. you guys thank you very thank you oh man very informative again um really uh, the, very very,
4: very very informative and all, all we can do jack is reiterate an appeal to anyone that would be in the slightest bit interest, give it a go, as Donica says there. And as Johnny was saying, do one or two matches, see where it takes you. Give it a chance. It's it's really, really worth a, a, a try. And, um, you know, we, we got an insight into it, Jack, because we were looking at this from the outside now, but we got a clear insight that, the, you know, there are steps, there are support systems there in place. There's nothing left for chance. And. Um, the, the, the referees get a good grinding and, and a good uh, grind on, on on how to become a referee and it, it, it is step by step and like we need, like the two men that we were talking to have both refereed at inter-county level oh, yeah. and Donaco Callaghan there just mentioned in passing like that he has been only refereeing since 2014 mm. and he has refereed at inter-county level even this year, so you know, um, uh, you know uh, look, there are far more pros than, than cons in this. You know, there, there, there are far more ups than upsides, you know, than downs in this. And uh, and I would appeal to anybody that in the interest of all games, like the, 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 the figures and the statistics that Dunneke mentioned at the outset had cast there, Jack, absolutely startling. With the number yeah. of games that's played every year in our county, I hadn't realized it. We're looking at two and a half thousand games. It, it it is phenomenal. And maybe it's that level of activity, Jack, that's that's feeding into the success of the county.
0: Yeah. And I I, I suppose it works both ways. Like, as we always said, like you need you need referees to have these games, and it, it we don't want it to get to a stage, as the lad said, that you arrive on for a game and there's no referee, because you know what that means. That's that's no game and it's putting pressure on the referees and they do feel obliged. So if anyone has a small bit of an inkling or a small bit of urge, get out. As Johnny said, you don't have to do 100 games in a year. You can, you can test the waters and see what it's like. It does seem to be kind of like a coaching bug or, or a playing bug. Once you start, you'll love it. They both said that they don't regret it in the slightest. So please God. And hopefully respect is one thing we'll see as, as the league starts over the next few weeks. Um, Please God, we'll see. I share respect because you know, these lads are giving up their spare time, like the players on the field and the managers and, and those in the sense. We're all GA people at the end of the day and we love our games. So uh, hopefully we'll see a push for this recruitment drive and we'll see the fruits of, of their labour on the field. Uh, moving on to the games, Matt, and we'll start with the footballers who picked up a very valuable point um, over the weekend at, at 17 points to two eleven draw with Meade in the Gaelic grounds. A game that could have gone either way. I think it's fair to say, Matt, Limerick led by four at the break. Um, a goal and a point from Meade, another point in from Jordan Morris. Got Meade back into the lead. Limerick retook the lead and Meade got a second goal. But I suppose, first and foremost, a point on the board is good for Limerick in Division 2. First point um, in, in 15 years at that level, can't be scoffed at.
4: No, Jack, and um, you were obviously there. I, I wasn't. I'm, and I'm depending on um, what I've heard and what I've read, which is, which is quite an amount. But put it in the context of the league, um, uh, Limerick picking up that point um, on a day when the results elsewhere went went in their in their favour, with with Cork beating Clare and Innis and uh, Kildare lo- losing to Louth. Um, like, you know, the game is not up in Division 2 yet for Limerick. Um, uh, if, if anything, their destiny is very, very much in their own hands. Um, like, the, 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 there are a bottom three vying um, to avoid the two relegation places. And Limerick play those two that are there with them. Um, they play Kildare. On Sunday week in the Gaelic grounds in a double header with the Westwood game. And then they followed up the the, the following week with a trip to Ennis, which at this removed, Jack, and given on the performance against Meath and given on the form shown by those two counties that they, who, who Limerick will be playing, Limerick are in with a good shout, are in with a chance. Now, we were sort of writing off um, Limerick last week because. I suppose our, our, our thinking was conditioned by the drubbing that they had got from Cork in Parkee Cueve. And and um, uh, facing Meat, we were saying, oh, look, Meat, Meat, Meat. But this is the third time Limerick have met Meat in the Gaelic grounds, and Meat have failed to win any.
0: Yeah. Limerick and- have won
4: the championship game, and the two league games have been a draw. So, you know, but, um, you know, Limerick, Limerick are back in the mix for survival, Jack. You know, yeah. probably at the start of the year, when you when you saw the configuration of the of the of the fixtures and trips to Derry and Dublin starting off, probably would have taken it. I suppose the disappointment there is in in all of this to date. I suppose, notwithstanding the poor performance against Cork, um, was to come so close to getting a win against Louth and just missing out. So it's going to be a very, very interesting couple, couple of couple weeks. All is not lost for, for, for Limerick. And, and um, you know, the point, and it may be only a point, but it's off the mark, as you say, Jack, and it certainly has thrown them a lifeline. And, and I think they may be capable of grabbing it.
0: Yeah, and I think the point ensures that they have fate in their own hand. Correct me if I'm wrong, but if Limerick win their final two games, they'll get to five. And to do that, they'll have to beat Clare and Kildare, which means they can only get to the four. So if you didn't have that point, it, it could have come down to scoring difference, something like that. Whereas now they know, be Kildare, be Clare, you're safe. I'm, I'm right in saying yeah. that, haven't I?
4: You're you're right in saying it, Jack, and you're absolutely right in saying it. Um, no, so, like uh, They know exactly no, what totally, they have to you're do. Totally, you're totally correct, because if Limerick beat Kildare, Kildare are on a maximum of, well... They're on a maximum of four points, but they have to play um, Mead Mead in the final round. And if Limerick beat um, Clare, Clare on a maximum of four points. Yeah, Limerick will probably need to win both. Well, they need to win both, Jack. Quite simple.
0: Yeah, they do need to win both because um, if they lose to either one, that'll mean one of them gets to four. Yeah. and, and Limerick can't get the four if they lose the game, so a win yeah. and a draw could do them, but they'd need to be beating one of those teams by an awful lot of points because of the scoring difference, that lost to Cork, but Ray yeah. Dempsey did condition the Cork yeah. game with the fact that they put so much into Loud and just came up short that the week's turnaround didn't suit them, now they have a full week to prepare for Kildare, and they'll probably have Clare in the back of their minds as well because it is the following week, but Job is simple, win your two games, you're safe. Division two for another meantime, year.
4: In the meantime, Jack, Clare have a very, very juicy fixture in the second last round. They travel to Owen Big to play Derry.
0: Yeah, and no, I wouldn't I wouldn't fancy, I wouldn't fancy that. Now Clare, to be fair, you know, probably they should have beat they should have been Kildare. Definitely should have beaten Kildare. Probably they should beat have beaten
4: they, they, or they should have beaten Kildare and they should have beaten Dublin by all accounts should
0: be, almost. Should have beaten, du- beaten Dublin. They were ahead at half-time against mm. Cork. Kildare on the other hand from what we've heard have just been very poor so, but clearly will be very unlucky but look, Limerick will have to pounce on that. It'd be a very tasty affair Matt if Limerick beat Kildare and it's a final day showdown in Cusack Park and you wouldn't bet against the, the team in green like they did last year. It took penalties but that's what they needed and that's what they got. But we'll we'll look forward to, to that game. We've
4: been saying it here, Jack, for the last two years, put Limerick footballers' back to the wall and then you'll yeah, get a response.
0: Yeah, but a brilliant performance overall in the Gaelic crowns. Mead had the chances late on, but Limerick had chances during the game. Draw a fair result, but to be drawn against a team like Mead showed that Limerick do belong at that level. Some, I think the, the thing for Division 2, if you play below par... You will you will be in trouble. You won't get away with anything there. And Limerick, you know, gave a really good performance. A lot of momentum going into that last round game. Uh, or the penultimate round game against Kildare. And we'll we'll touch on that next week, definitely, um, in, in detail. Uh a Limerick football team that did get the job done um on Sunday was the ladies footballers in on Beg as well against Derry. Two seven to four. Um, not their best performance, Matt, but they didn't need it to be. At the same time, no, you know, no, Jack,
4: uh, it, it, it wasn't our best performance, but uh, as far as Graham Shine will be concerned, like you to travel the length of the country for the game, first of all, and um, you were against the side like um, who who um, had a very poor series of results, apart from that one win against newly promoted Kid Kenny. And it was always going to be a difficult game. Now, I saw the game, Jack, and and um like, it was frustrating in many ways, the way Derry set out um, to funnel back in, in, in numbers. And um, uh, really, they, they they made a very, very difficult path to goal for, for Limerick. Um, Limerick, um, they were in the ascendancy for most of the game, Jack. And um, they were on top, but they just were unable to get the final pass in. Um, the Derry goalkeeper had a very, very good game. Um, the woodwork intervened on behalf of Derry. Um, but there's no stopping Iris Canelli at the moment. Two mm-hmm. goals against Leitrim, two more goals. And um, our, her first goal was a very, very good goal from a tight angle, Jack. And it, 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 it needed something special because um, uh, there were a number of players involved in the, in the build-up. Lauren Ryan was involved. It, it, it went through... Three sets of hands, anyway, Jack, and it was Roisin Ambrose that eventually offloaded the final pass, but it was a tight angle, and uh, and um, Iris Keneally um, uh, blasted it into the net from a tight angle, and her second goal was a ball in over the top, and 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 she broke onto it, and and of course, with, with only the goalkeeper to beat, there was only going to be one winner there. She put, planted it in the top right-hand corner. Um, two excellent calls again for Iris, who, who's involved in the higher education um, um, uh, competitions this week in the concluding stages of it, as are Ella Whelan and um, and Eva Corbett of of, of um, oh, yeah. So we wish the girls the best of luck. But um, a lot of it, on, um, I, I understand, that we travelled to Donegal on Saturday. We had um, we had Graham Shine on here last week. Jackie, it, it was a question of getting the job done? Yeah. And, and and getting to the semi-final, um, no fancy stuff, take no chances, just go out and get the job done. They did that. Now, they may not have been as impressive as they have had been in other games, but um, nevertheless, the target at the start of the year, Jack, the first target was a league semi-final. That target has been met.
0: Yeah, and I like... You know that the game will be a wake-up in many ways. That they do need to be honest. Like they got the job done, which is the main thing. But they had kind of, they've been very impressive against Kilkenny and Wicklow and the draw against Leitrim, all but put them through. They are through now. They'll have three weeks to prepare, and I think that team will be will be raring to go. Obviously, they got to league final last year. That will be the ultimate goal. Obviously, there's a junior championship there later on in the year that they've they've been very close in both league and championship. The breakthrough is coming. It's just a matter of when, not if. But um we'll keep an eye on that side over the next two weeks as they prepare for their league semi-final. I think it's the what the twenty-sixth of of March. It's That'll the twenty-sixth,
4: and it's it, it's against Antrim, and I, I I suppose it's likely to be a neutral venue. Um, mm. with with and Dublin a possibility. I I I, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, we probably won't know. Association, and we'll be talking about Camogie in 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 a, in a second. When Antrim are playing teams from Munster, um, uh, home and away goes out the window, and the game is usually played in Emmetstown, a halfway house.
0: Yeah, the twenty sixth of March. We probably won't know for another fortnight or so, but it does seem likely that it'll it'll be a halfway house. But you did mention the Camogie there, Matt, and uh, we will go into before the you go away
4: from football, Jack. I just I just want to mention them. Um, um the, the 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 monster junior b football competition concluded um yeah. um last last sunday in Nakadarian. first of all congratulations to Nakadarian for running an excellent tournament next an excellent comp, uh, competition this year obviously enjoyed by everybody i had the pleasure of being down there one day and um um uh, to see the, the the setup was absolutely excellent and and uh, Nakadaria. They're embarking on a big uh, club development at the moment. Like the, the the side has been turned on it, let's say, and we, we wish them the best of luck on that. But they they they, the, they had the most dramatic of finals last week last Sunday when Kilgarvan from Kerry just edged out Dermot O'Mahuna's from Cork. And um, the Cork the Cork champions were leading by six points with seven minutes remaining, and uh, they they were actually leading by three in the game in injury time. And, and Kilgarvan got a goal and a late, late, late point it was heartbreak for Dermot and Mahoon as I saw him, they beat our Castletown belly Grand in the first round um, but obviously a, a fantastic finale to a very, very well run competition congratulations to Naka um on, on a job very well done Jack
0: Yeah, no, well, well done to, to Naka and to Kilgarvan um, there's a club mate of mine plan well done to Keane O'Connell, he's living below uh, in Kinmare he's he's a teacher I think he's living in Kilgarvan. he's teaching in Kinmare so well done to them they did it without um Donald O'Sullivan as well who was at the other end of the country he was up in Oma playing for Kerry so they did it the hard way and they left it late but they, they got the job done so well done to Kilgarvan, but especially well done to to for running a fine competition Uh moving on to the Camogie Matt as we said another disappointing weekend I think it's fair to say um 326 to or 324 to 6 against Waterford tells its own story. We did say how how potent Waterford are and how difficult it would be. Uh, and when Claire Keaton got a goal early on for Limerick, it looked like it could be a very positive day, but Water flexed our muscles. Um last year I think there was seven or eight points between them in the All Ireland quarter final. That was tricky. That, that, that was after playing
4: 35 was after playing minutes with fourteen players.
0: Yeah. That was stretched out to, to 21 at the weekend. Um, Another defeat for Limerick. I, again, it wouldn't have been a game that you went out and thought that's when we can really target to win. But it really puts our backs against the wall with a uh, down and off lead to come. But um, uh, a, dif- a difficult one for Limerick, first and foremost, to lose a game like that.
4: Very, very difficult, Jack. And um, we knew it was going to be difficult from the start because... The, the two strong contenders in, in, in 2B right from the start were bound to be Waterford and Wexford. And um, I, I don't know why we're always away from home in all these important games. um You know, because, I, and we, we'll be touching it in, in, in a minute, and I'll be speaking about it again in that context, um in the context of the Lima O'Connor Cup, which is on this weekend. um uh, But, but Look, it is what it is, and there's there's no sugar coating this one, Jack. Um, Limerick Komoge are in trouble in to preserve two B status, and like it's an unthinkable situation where you to be where you to be relegated from two B, Jack. You're out of Komogi's top twelve, which like it's it's just un, unthinkable when when you think back less than a decade ago. It's a Limerick that we're winning three All-Irelands in one year. And when we, when we won the All-Ireland minor A, um, the, the intermediate and the junior, which was phenomenal success. So, you know, the, 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 there's an alarming decline in the fortunes of Limerick Camogie in less than a decade. And make, make no bones about it, Jack. Limerick are in a battle for survival, you know. A huge battle for survival. And just, just just to contextualize it, they're bottom of the table on no points. Awfully at a point better off. Awfully after getting a bit of a drubbing and well, got a drubbing from water and lost to down are on one point and down are on two points. So we dare not leave Leitrim on, 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 on Saturday. Um if we are to preserve status without getting a win jack. Yeah. It's... Now a win will take us a long, long way towards survival, for the simple reason that that um, uh, we'll have the head-to-head on Down, and Down's final game is a trip to Waterford, which isn't isn't the most appetising in Comogee these days. I think even a lot of a lot of the one A counties um, wouldn't fancy that. So um, I don't think
0: any of them would fancy it the way Water are playing at the moment.
4: That's, that's, that's the point I'm making.
0: Yeah, um, th- so. th-
4: there's a complete resurgence in ladies' sport in Waterford, both in ladies' football and and in in camogie, and um. So look, th- that gives you an idea because failing to win against Down means Down are safe. We can't catch them. They have four points. Yeah. And it, it, depending on how Offaly get on against Wexford, you know, it, it, it could come down again um, to Limerick and Offaly for survival. But thankfully, this time, the, the survival battle would switch from Monegal to Cappamore, as I think the final game is in Capemore. Well, I'm hearing that it might be in Cappamore.
0: Yeah, Limerick are home anyway in that final that final uh yeah, well they have,
4: they have Limerick are at home and I uh, look, I am mean, getting vibes that it's Kappa More. but look, um it it, it it was only last night around eleven o'clock that we got final confirmation that that Limerick are playing down in Leitrim uh Fontenay is at two thirty. Um like um I I cannot understand um why the Komogi Association do not sit down on a Monday morning like the ladies' football and issue a full list of fixtures, times and venues. And um, I I actually, I was doing a piece for the paper yesterday, and I had to let it go with venue and time to be confirmed. At, at, yeah. At, at, at four o'clock on a Tuesday evening. Absolutely disgraceful, Jack.
0: Yeah, that, that's not good enough. Fixtures and should I'm, be made. I'm
4: calling on the Komogi Association to rectify it.
0: Yeah, it's a problem Corrected where it's, it. it's, it's too prevalent and it's, too common in the It's the it's, no, it's no
4: fault of Limerick, because Limerick were trying to arrange the logistics of getting to wherever they were going to in County Down.
0: Yeah, Tuesdays, so, t- Tuesday is too late in the hour to be, to be organising, too late in the week to be organising things, but that's just...
4: But Tuesday night, Jack, I, I I can tell you the text about 10 about 10 to 11 last night, Limerick found it out, and Limerick was yeah. told. It's a disgrace.
0: Yeah, it's just it's it's not good enough, but it's something that we've just we've become accustomed to at the same time. Um, but it needs it needs to be needs to be uh to rectified. Um, in the midst of that, Matt, you mentioned the uh, the O'Connor Cup and, and before, we, before the- we
4: move on to the O'Connor Cup, Limerick Juniors are involved. Uh, Limerick Junior Camogie are involved in Division Three B, and um, it, it's not going on mighty well for um. Uh, for David Didi and his charges there either They have suffered two defeats um, But there are encouraging signs there um, um, they, 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 they lost to Antrim in the opening round 10 points to 1-5 by just 2 points And then they lost to Clare in Father McNamara Park So um, promotion is probably off the table uh, They have games to come with Dublin and Offaly um, But it's very, very hard to see them get crashing Into, uh, in, into the promotion race there in, in, in Division
0: 3B yeah, they'll, they'll be looking to just pick up a few wins and see where that takes them. But as you said, it's difficult to see them getting out of the grade. The O'Connor Cup, Matt, final, we have this Saturday night, Belong, Clare and Limerick are in it after beating Offaly 7-6 in McNeville Park on Saturday. It wasn't pretty, but Shane Kelly's team got the job done and a huge win for, for Limerick underage football. Um, You know, because... They beat Tipperary in the first round, and they lost heavily to Clare. It's an exceptionally good Clare side. I think you have to condition the thinking with that. Um, We saw him in the minor final at this grade three years ago. But Limerick will get their chance again against Clare this Saturday. Um, They have Munster Championship on the 10th of April against Waterford. A game they'll be expected to win, but this Clare test will be the perfect opportunity, just over three weeks out for Munster Championship, to really test themselves against one of the best teams in Munster. And let's not forget the awfully one Ireland only two years ago, and Limerick beat him, so he, he's building a nice squad, is Shane Kelly, and they're doing it without um, Emma Richter, who we saw for Newcastle, he's out injured at the moment, so really fine performances from the Limerick on so far, this spring. Yeah,
4: absolutely, Jack, it's 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 great to get to the final of any competition, and um, you, you know, and you, you, you rightly outlined um, how it has come about, and Offaly uh, won the All-Island from the same group, the same group of counties. Um, I think that the, 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 in this competition, the group of counties are fixed. Um, they they're going to be the same year on, year on. They have been for the last three or four years anyway, but Offaly won the All-Island from this group. Um, now, you know, Limerick had two good wins. They had a good win against against um, Tipperary in the, in the opening round and then didn't beat awfully. But in between sandwiching all that was a was a defeat to um to um Claire Claire. But, but who, who makes the decisions about the structures and the formats of this competition? And people are going to say he's in bad form this morning, but um I'm 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 just calling it, Jack. that The final against Clare is in Milltown, Malbay next Saturday evening at seven o'clock. I would have thought, I would have thought, that a competition that has three rounds with the top two teams going to the final, and um, that the final would be at a neutral venue. This is Limerick's second time going to Clare in, in 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 the under-20s, but somebody has come up with the bright idea, or the hair brand idea. I'm more inclined, leaning towards the latter, that the, whoever tops the table should have home advantage. That it's a perk for topping the table. Um but look, it is what it is now. Limerick go and as you say, Jack, um this Lima Connor Cup, and um of, of course the, the, the country is dotted with these, And there's a whole series of 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 these competitions, starting with the very top, which is the John Cairns Cup, and down along there's about three or four of them. Um uh, but we are in the Lima Connor Cup. Um uh it, it's actually ideal preparation, Jack. Um for, for for the monster championship, and you must remember, Jack, and and it, it, it's a moot point now, and it, it, it it's something that you know that there's an awful lot of unease, particularly among the football fraternity, about is that uh, the monster under twenty football championship alone, alone stands alone as the only knockout um, uh, competition in the province. So. Like if, if you're to give games to 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 players at under twenty level, were it not for the Lima O'Connor Cup, you would be reliant on challenge matches, this, that, and the other thing. And there's nothing like competition. Um at least the Lima O'Connor Cup uh, guarantees that you will have a under twenties will have four matches a year. Three in the cup and and um, um, won in the monster championship and as it transpires for limerick now they're guaranteed five matches so like that there, there, there isn't a doubt about it whatever um watts and all that i have that i have outlined there about venues and all that sort of thing it is a very very useful competition jack a very very useful competition and oh, it, it's, it's a perfect it's a perfect lead-in because we're literally at the, at the beginning of April going to have a crash course of Munster Under Twenty football, I think, and and, and the Monster Under Twenty football championship has been relegated to a Monday night. So yeah, on Monday the tenth of May we we play Waterford in Meek Neville Park, and just check my calendar here. It was yeah. was Monday last Monday year night. as well. Uh, Monday night and and um, the following Monday night the, the winners, Cork, in the Monster semi-final.
0: It was definitely Monday last year. I remember that because the lads had to go to Dungarvan on a Monday. I think they had to sign out of school early and everything to get down there for whatever seven o'clock. But for first and foremost, O'Connor Cup final against Clare, they'd be able to really benchmark themselves against one of the best county or one of the best counties in Munster, if not the country at the moment. Clare are, are flying at that level. Um so the best look to Shane Kelly and his side in Milton Melbay at seven o'clock on Saturday evening. Uh, shout out to Klaushana and um school Raquel School and Rakil. They're into an All-Ireland um D hurling final. They had a big win over a Waterford side in their semi-final. So be looking forward to the date for that final, have you, Matt? Um
4: it's it's not this weekend, it's it's next weekend. And no, it's it's a team it from Galway that they that they defeated from Woodford in Galway. And
0: um, Waterford, sorry.
4: Um they they are going to be playing Collas the luken in the final who had a win over Gail Gael Derry um that's that's the Derry yesterday um in a high scoring game 315 to 117 so it's it, it's all systems going over Collas na and um Kalash the Lucan in, in the um All Ireland uh Senior Hurling D Championship final
0: yeah, we'll look at that game um, in more in more detail next week. But I suppose preparations will will be in full flow in Rakil over the coming week. Uh, on to the hurlers, Matt. Again, we're we're leaving it late to, to go on to John Kiley and his men. But they're back in league action this week um, against Westmead in Mullingar um, this Sunday afternoon. It's a real, with all due respect to Westmead, it's a uh, it's it's pretty much you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, kind of a game that you're expected to hammer on. and if you do there'll be people saying it wasn't a challenge and if you don't hammer them then you're no good. So for a game like this, how, how do they approach it?
4: Yeah, look, this I suppose this is one of the weaknesses in the system but like if, if you know, if you're to have a competition and among the top 12 teams that are bound to be counties that are Considerably weaker than others, and like um, look for Westmead. Um, uh, they, 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 they took an awful drubbing from from Clare in the opening round. They were competitive um, uh, for what fifty minutes against against Wexford and Mullingar, but last time out, Jack, they held court six points in Park Cleave, and that, that that's that's going to make it very very interesting going forward, Jack, because. Just to put put it in the context of the league, um, and I think I referenced this last week, you have the potential, Jack, of three counties finishing on eight points, which means that two will go through on scoring difference. That's all contingent on Claire beating Cork in the final round. Now, if it comes to scoring difference, Claire are invincible. They're on plus forty one, Cork 12. Limerick around plus 10. So, you know, it, 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 it's going to be very, very, very interesting. Um, a very, very interesting two weeks. But getting back to your question, it's it, 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 you know, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, is, 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 is an accurate description of it. Um, uh, you know, Sometimes you know, and this is no disrespect to my I, I feel sorry for Westmead. Um like because you know you're promoted and with all good intentions and all that sort of thing and and, and then the next thing you're, you're 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 thrown into a cauldron with with, with the All Ireland champions, with All Ireland semi-finalists, last year's league runners up, you know. Jack, it's it's it, 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 it uh, um, 2 All Ireland semi-finalists Galway and Clare, sure. It, it's a it's it's a very 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 tough station. But um, I, I suppose w- what's most interesting about the weekend, like it, it'll be a seismic shock, Jack, if, if 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 Limerick are beaten, it will be almost akin to Leash beating Limerick in the nineteen eighty four Centenary Cup.
0: You were hardly at that game, Jack. Were you? No. I didn't I never even heard of that game, Tapanasuchu. Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 a potential banana skin. Even if Limerick win, you know you, you'd want to be winning heavily enough. Um You know, last year Offaly would have been the equivalent of Westmead. They won that by twenty-four points. They beat Westmead by was it seventeen or eighteen the last time they were Mullingar yeah. two years ago. I think in twenty nineteen maybe Westmead put it up to Limerick for large parts of the game, is at 124 to 18 or something in the other grounds? But it's very hard to see anything but a Limerick win. So for I John suppose, Kiley, I
4: the main interest, Jack, will focus on John Kylie's selection.
0: That's what I'm saying. Is there anyone, you know, that you'd like to see play or else you think needs a big game? Because after Sunday, we're only six weeks from Championship. You know, is there well, anyone you're looking at?
4: Yeah, you and I were talking about it during the weekend and and um, you know, I, I would certainly agree with um, uh, Colin Coughlin and Adam English and Shane O'Brien. Yeah. Um. The, 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 the,
1: the,
4: the, the, this may be an opportunity to go some way um, towards putting down a marker for a championship place. Now it'll be interesting. I I understand that both Declan Hannon. And Cahal O'Neill are closing in 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 on, um, on a return. Um, will John Kelly use it to give him game time? Certainly to Cahal O'Neill who hasn't featured this year.
2: Yeah,
4: uh, he might use his captain sparingly. Now, Horlordier, Dermot Burns is back. I understand. Um, will there be a temptation to give him a game or two? So the, 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 these are a couple of the imponderables that um, that. Um, you know, as as we always say, Jack, the hazard of second guessing John Kyley's team selection, you know, you invariably end up with egg in your face. But um, th- th- these are some of the possibilities. I, I, I could see starts for Colin Cochran and I could see starts possibly for um, for Adam English. i see another game for um, Shane O'Brien, who, who like is he, really putting down a marker already in the games to date. And what about
0: Mihal Hulan? Yeah, there's there's numerous options. One for me is uh Rich English, because you know, we haven't seen Mike Casey yet. Mike showed last year he only needed one game before getting back into the swing of things for the month's championship. But you know, if he doesn't play this weekend, if he doesn't make the squad this weekend, you're probably thinking that Wexford comes too early. Now there's probably league semi-finals and finals to give him more time. But then you're looking at does Rich English fill in a tree, or does Dan Morrissey move back there? You know, if you're not moving Dan Morrissey back there, you have himself, Kyle, Declan, Darren Burns, and Colin Cochlin having to fit into three spots. That maybe not this weekend, but we will probably see John Kyley's championship team against Wexford probably in the Gallic crowns.
4: Well, nearer to John Kyley's team, I'd say Kieran Barry. Of course, will will Kieran Barry get get another full um, get another full game? Another yeah. opportunity. Might Fergal O'Connor get another run out.
0: Yeah, he's um, another one that had to go off injured. It looked like a head injury against um, against Clare um, a couple of weeks back. Dave Reedy, you know, we don't know. We haven't seen David since that night as well. You know, Adam English has kind of come in in his place. That there's loads of options. But on David yeah,
4: Um Would that be a possibility You know... And we could see a first start for Dunaco Dali in, in Mullingar.
0: Yeah, because he's he's really taken, he's probably played 10 minutes maybe in the three games, and he's got one, two. You know, he scored in every game. He hasn't got much ball, but he's made the most of it. I think Mullingar is definitely a chance for him to start. I'd like to see him start, and, you know, because Shane O'Brien has got his chances and taking them, but equally so, Dunica from the bench. It wouldn't be outside the round's possibility to see him starting. There's loads of players, but Dermot Burns obviously hasn't played this year. Um, he took a break. Now he's probably playing over in Dubai or the Middle East, wherever he was. But if you want him, if you want him right for Waterford on the 24th of April or 23rd of April probably would want to be seen some game time in Willingar and some then probably from the start in Wexford. I think it's fair yeah, say that that
4: that's 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 what I would imagine that you would possibly be seeing we're, we're definitely going to see damn buttons over the next two games, possibly next 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 Sunday would be a, a game to ease himself back into it.
0: yeah, I suppose Limerick wouldn't have gone out to reach a league semifinal, but it looks so close. It's probably given John more time to see players, less time for recovery obviously, but for the likes of of Dearman now and Declan and Cahill, they've really all these come back from injury it does, it is a bit of a luxury in a way that they do have chances to to test these lads in big league games, you know
4: Absolutely absolutely and um, like, uh, no disrespect to Wexford and and Westmead um, in, 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 in terms of juggling your forces and in terms of Looking at players in in, in a big match situation, and um, and and there's going to be a huge crowd in the Gaelic grounds on Sunday week because it's a double header with uh, yeah. the with, with the football Absolutely. game with Kildare. So, um, you know, it it, it, it it will give give John Caiy an opportunity to see these French players or these players um, aiming to break through, to see them in a big match situation, and you know, possibly in front of in, in front of a decent
0: crowd. Yeah, it's interesting. It'll be an interesting couple of weeks for the hurlers, but this this Sunday at two o'clock, they're in Mullingar, and uh, please God they can, they can, they can get the job done and do it in a convincing manner that it brings it down to last day showdown at home against Wexford for a place in that uh, league semi final. Um, before we go, a couple of things, Matt. It's international women's day today, and I just think it's it's important to highlight the the amount of talent we have. Um, in, in our sportswomen in Limerick, you know, between the ladies football we spoke about and Camogie, you know, in the J circles, you obviously have Martina McMahon in the handball. There's there's so many more, but we are blessed in this county with the, the sportswomen we have.
4: Absolutely, Jack. But 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 on, on a broader base, on a broader term, it it, 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 it is absolutely fantastic um, to 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 see the new appreciation and the growth of interest in, 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 in female sports. Um, yeah. I, am a great lover of female sports, as you know, and, um, I, I, you know, the growth in, in, in ladies football in particular, like 55,000 at an all Island in Croke park, Jack is just simply phenomenal. Um, you know, from, from a very, very hum, humble beginnings, just over three decades ago, um, fantastic. Now the the, the Kumogi Association, they're probably stagnant at the moment. I would say at best. Um, they they've had a few mishaps in 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 recent um, in 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 recent weeks. Um, but they have a very very good product and a very very good sport. But you know, um, we salute women whatever they may be. Sports women are, um, you know. We salute women all over Ireland and all over the world on today, um, Women's Day.
0: Yeah, it's 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 good to it's good to recognise them on a on a day like today. Uh, I suppose in a bit of sad news, Matt, we, we lost a loyal fan um during the week. You were you were at the funeral, but I was told a big treaty talk fan we lost during the week, Matt. Yeah,
4: we we certainly did. Um, uh, I'd said totally dedicated to listening to Treaty Talk every week because he was invariably able to quote me chapter and verse and disagree with some of the things I said. The late Don Law Sullivan of Kilfin and Jack, um, who dedicated his life to the GAA um, right through from player to administrator and. um, recently uh, as as president of Blackrock ga Club, and um until very, very recently, one of their main uh, lotto promoters. now GAP, doesn't the person in in South Limerick and um that, that you know that was evident at the, the massive funeral that 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 he had about on sunday evening on 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 Monday. I'd say there's hardly a person in South Limerick that wouldn't have crossed paths with him because. He was the friendly and welcoming face um, uh, at an awful lot of games. He used to be doing the gates for GA matches. Um, he was, as I said, the friendly and welcoming face when you came to the gate um, to to gain entry to a South Limerick match or, or county matches that would be played within the South Division. Um, he, that he dedicated his life... Um, all his leisure time to to um to the ga and it was you know i suppose if there's consolation in circumstances like this is that somebody that gave so much uh to the to the association and and so much to limerick um that he that he that he lived to see limerick winning 4 all islands in the last five years um you know it was an obsession with him and um, like we send our deepest sympathy to to Donald, to Marie, to Tom, to Joe's and 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 um, and Breed and all he all his extended family as as you say, especially here from Treaty Talk, for which he was he was a dedicated a dedicated listener every every week, and just as I'm on that, um, um, I, I I would also like to to, to um, Extend our sympathy to to the O'Sullivan O'Sullivan family of Bally Grand and the passing of Willie O'Sullivan unexpectedly yesterday, um, who was a starward of the Bally Grand Club and for a number of years was the vice chairman of the South Limerick board. To both O'Sullivan families, we send our deepest sympathy.
0: Yeah, we send our our condolences there. to, to both families. Um, before we finally finish, Matt, um, I don't know if you're aware, but every week we have a, a quiz on the website, and it's a mix of of all different sports. But I might just test you quickly. There's only going to be four or five questions here, so this came out last Thursday, so it'll be it'll be more for the games that have gone yeah, before when that. It, but... When
4: it, when it comes to questions, I'm a dunce.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know you've you've a great knowledge, but I'll test you here on on the GA questions that were on our, our weekly quiz, and you'll get it every Thursday on the website. But firstly, which Limerick defender was their top scorer in the Football League last to Cork? Oh, God. <laughs> um, Tony any e- Tony e- McAtee. No. Wasn't it was, it? was Killian Fahey? Killian Fahey got three points against oh, uh, Tony score he wasn't
4: in defense, but they have been switched around so much.
0: Yeah, um, which Limerick hurler scored as many from defense in the win against Galway? So that was three points. Kyle Hayes, Kyle Hayes is right. Yeah, you got that one. That's uh, one out of two. Okay, so Groh Hegarty won the Hurler Year Award in 2020. Which other Limerick player was nominated in the three-man shortlist for her year in 2020? Sean Finn. <laughs> no, Finn was 2021. I'll give you one more on that one. Keane Lynch. No, it was Tom Morrissey who was nominated Tom. and I think it was Stephen Bennett, I think. Um, which two Limerick, Limerick defenders made the Harlan team of the week last week? I'll give you a hint. Kyle wasn't one of them. Barry Nash was one of them
4: anyway. Yeah, Nash was one.
0: Dan um, Morrissey. Ten, ten Morrissey, yeah. That's, that's two, three. That's three out of five. It's not bad. And you'll get this one. Who was Limerick's captain when they won Munster in 2013?
4: Don't look ready.
0: Don't look ready's bang on. Ah, four out of six isn't too bad. I'll be back for you next week. <laughs> so if you do the quiz, you'll have a huge advantage. If you just even win and press give up, it'll give you all the answers. But just a small little just to test you to see if you're if you're keeping in tune with things going on. But an hour and fifteen, Matt, I don't think there's do we miss anything? Before I I always think of something when we're gone off with about a half an hour. Yeah, well you'll pencil in for for next week's episode um, an hour 15 that that's a podcast a little gone true again a huge thanks to tunnica and Johnny for their time first and foremost at the start and huge in-depth knowledge of referees I know I got I got a a different perspective on referees there I don't know if you did matt this I I, I,
4: the... I I certainly did and um you know it was a very very useful exercise. In in terms of of um, the current recruitment campaign to get um, uh, what I would call an expert uh, referee's perspective,
0: which we did. Yeah, and the big thing is, if you have any inkling to do it, just go and do it. And to Johnny or Dunneker or your local ref, they are more than happy to get people involved. They did say it was like a family. They said it was great enjoyment of it. We only ever really hear the bad side of the referee, and so it was good to get the positive side of it. So thank you to Johnny. And Dunica, we went through football, but men and ladies, Camogie, Harlan, schools, colleges, the lot, we went through it. So, huge thank you to you, Matt, as always. If you liked it, make sure you like and subscribe on YouTube, like it on Facebook and Twitter. If you have any comments, just leave them below, and we'll get back to them in the following week. Or any questions, you can DM us on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or anything like that. A huge thank you, as always, Matt, and we'll be back again next week. Thank you
1: impression the game you get old with what you put in it's like a walk of life if you're good enough go and get it no more about it but not
4: so much control in the centre of the field from Phil Penny as Richie Bennett sends it high and over the bar
1: we're more you down to the shop for a pound worth of goods as you give you 50 pence you can't get the pounds worth of goods can you? he <laughs> just about kept in oh what a shot Charlie Buckley to do that to the boss of Shay. he deserves to score from here one of the highlights of the split game then we went out there from the war court today. No more about it. They made all the run, that was it. Put the ball over the barrel, the fact of it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. Is there much time left? Like we've got a couple of injuries. Here comes Kieran Carey. Carey leaving the charge of the left today. 45 metres out. He's a chance to score. He's been He's been in the There's no sympathy in this game for anybody.